0: On today's Small Ball Podcast, we talk about some of the legacies heading into the NBA Finals. We talk about some possible expansion teams we can see after the 2024 NBA season. And we finish the show with a viewer in our new segment called Snail Mail. This is the Small Ball Podcast.
1: Moran blows by Primo. Attack! It's easy to go somewhere and go win a championship with somebody else.
0: It's easy.
2: But this is the hard way to do it, and we did it.
1: We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast alongside Trevor Mikulin. I'm Scott Ayers, our dear and... Great friend Christian Dennis is out. He is on a cruise. So filling in his shoes is the one, the only Mr. Producer Andy. And Andy, it is a treat to have you here on the Small Ball Show. Uh, First of all, let's give Andy a round of applause. Nice.
0: (laughs) We love you, Andy.
1: (laughs) Nice job, Andy. Congrats on the promotion. You go from making $0 to making $0. That's awesome. Um, But why don't you uh, go ahead, look that camera in the eyes, and tell them a little bit about yourself and, and your NBA team.
2: Yeah, honestly, you know, I've always dreamed of making $0. It's been my uh, dream since I was a kid. Uh, To be able to make $0 is something that I always wanted. That's really really nice. Um, But, no, honestly, uh, I'm just a kid from Akron, Ohio. Um, My favorite team is obviously the Cavs, being from Akron. But, um, honestly, I do love the NBA. Um, Basketball has always been my favorite sport to watch, to participate in. I'm pretty bad at playing it, so you'll never catch me playing, but I'll always be on the sidelines cheering or coaching. Just a kid from Akron.
1: Just a kid from Akron. I cannot play basketball at all.
2: (laughs) It's really, really bad. But, I mean, other than that, uh, Trevor just gave me a wonderful opportunity to start producing the podcast. And I took it, and I've been running with it. Um, You know, check out the YouTube and the TikTok. I'm the only one on TikTok with that one. So. <laughs> it's true.
1: Trevor and I don't own TikToks. No. <laughs> we refuse. Insta Reels for life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, check it out. Engage with us. And uh, that'll be pretty much my lane. So yeah, thanks.
1: Yeah, well. Thank you, Producer Andy. That was really great. That's the only time you'll hear from him the rest of the show. Um, he's just <laughs> going to be quiet the entire time. We said, you get 30 <laughs> seconds, and that is it. Uh, well, you mentioned kid from Akron. There's another kid from Akron who's also not playing in the NBA Finals. That's LeBron James. Um, but that's the first thing we are going to be talking about today. today is Boston versus Golden State. Boston gets it done in Game 7. And I don't know if you heard Jeff Van Gundy, but it's how I feel. I I feel pretty sick, the fact that we have two big market
0: teams <laughs> playing in the NBA Finals. Jeff did not sound okay on that broadcast. <laughs> no, he
1: sounded horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Breen called out sick with COVID. I don't know if he called out sick. I think it is. Give ESPN him the University. context.
0: Give him the context. Yes,
1: context. Context is important in any yeah. situation. Uh, Mike Breen, it was announced that he was out for game seven, um, which is pretty cool if you're working a job and they announce it like to everyone, like, hey, he's he's out. Yeah. Uh, Mike Breen's out. <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy in. Jeff Van Gundy sounded
0: horrible.
1: <laughs> we watched the game last night together and it, it was. It was like, I don't know if he's going to make it to the fourth quarter. Because it got (laughs) worse and worse as the game went on. Um, But it gets worse and worse for small market teams now with two massive market teams. But there's still some awesome storylines. Legacy um, for Tatum, Curry, um, a lot of things involved. And actually, the cool thing is we have some listeners in the show who are already submitting questions. Um, This is a hot take, though, um, from Jack in Chicago.
0: Small ball pot, it's an absolute pleasure to be able to uh chime in on this conversation. I would like to say that if the Celtics do win the championship, Jason Tatum is a top five NBA player. There it is. <laughs> top five NBA player. Jack, Sorry. thank you for the submission. Here, so that this is what he's saying. Is Jason Tatum, if if they are to go on and win, super impressive. I'm I'm a Tatum guy, but he's saying that he's better than one one of these guys. I'll name five. Giannis, the Joker, LeBron James. Why are you laughing? No. K D. Um, and Luca. Luca. <laughs> Joel Embiid. There we go. Those are six guys. He's saying that he's better than two of them. Andy.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think. Yeah, he deserves to be in that conversation. I've been saying it all year that this is going to be the year that Tatum proves that he's going to be in that top 5 conversation by the end of the season. And with him being able to make the finals, like I I mean, I guess everybody expected him to do well in the playoffs, but I mean, to make the finals and to beat the number 1 seed to beat the Bucks and then to beat um Brooklyn in 4, like that he had the hardest battles like in every step of the way and I think he's already proved a lot, but I mean, if he does win a championship, I don't think that there's any reason to not have him in the conversation. Um, I think it'll be tough. And if, if he's not five, I think he deserves to be six um, after the finals, whether win or lose. Um, I think if Steph wins, then obviously Steph's better than him. Um, I think I do think Steph is a better player than Tatum right now. But, yeah, I think he does play better than LeBron. I think he plays, obviously, we've seen him play better than Luka. He's, he's in the finals and Luka isn't but that
0: doesn't mean that he played better. I think, okay. Here's my thing is Tatum. He's playing great. Okay. When did Tatum even get into the top 10 conversation? Like we haven't like let's take it step by step. I think Tatum has done this and definitely if he, if, if they win the finals, I think he has crept into the top 10 conversation. Top five is like, that's superstar. Those are the best players in the NBA. He's not like, let's take it step by step. He's not there yet. Um, can he get there yeah but I mean we are talking about some of the like people that will go down as some of the greatest players of all time and to put Jason there already it's not we're not there yet
2: I mean Jason Tatum started off in his rookie year in 2017 playing in the Eastern Conference finals and he was only what three games away from playing in the finals Um, I don't think it's too far off to say that um to have that type of start in your career and to continue that on year after year after year, right? We haven't seen him go to the finals exactly, but it's just been year after year after year. We've seen development progress from this team and from Boston specifically. And uh, I I see a player that's bought into the Boston system and then Boston who's bought into a player. And Mm -hmm. I think when you have a situation like that, I I don't think it's wrong to say that you have a top five player on your team because, you know, by every – by every scope of it, you have the player, right? I don't think there's anything more that you could want than what Tatum offers to the Celtics. So by saying that, yeah, I do think he is a top five, top five player.
1: That's, uh, that's the beauty of that is it's a, it's a take that we will be able to look at yeah. after the finals and moving forward. What does Tatum look like? cool thing is I mentioned we had a couple people actually <laughs> call in or not call in but send in videos to, to the show. Here is Dylan from, from Nebraska.
0: What's up, Pod? Um, Loved you guys' show. Had a question for you guys, mainly for Scott. Scott, if you think you were in Steve Kerr's position the last seven, eight years, how many rings do you think the Golden State Warriors would have um, in that time frame?
1: (laughs) Thank you, Dylan, from from Lincoln. And I want to preface by saying, the question is, if I am Steve Kerr, so imagine me in a suit, (laughs) On the sidelines. (laughs) I look probably pretty good. Probably. For sure. I look good, but I'm now coaching the Golden State Warriors from 2014 until now. How many NBA titles does Golden State win? Now, you have to think. Here's who I have on my roster. (laughs) Steph Curry. (laughs) Clay Thompson. Kevin Durant. Here's what I'll say. With Kevin Durant, we win at least two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you, hold on. Did you even play high school basketball? Did you, what's your basketball experience like? Yes. Okay. Okay. You did? Okay. Okay. So here's my experience, both playing, playing and coaching. What do you know about basketball, man? Uh, Yes.
1: Okay. So freshman year of basketball made the team, the freshman team. Wow. And I, I scored two points all season, (laughs) but I, it was a corner jumper on a fast break. And in the locker room at halftime, my coach looked at me and go, and went. You're the you're the poster child. That is a poster child type of play because it was just a great transition bucket. It's a lot of confidence from the coach. That's a lot of confidence. I probably went one of seven shooting that year.
0: What was it? You said a short corner or?
1: Uh, a transition corner jumper. Splish splash. Let's go home. Um, the next year, I was cut from the basketball team. Uh-huh. Um, I think I've shared this story, but my coach cried when he cut me because I'd done three months of jujitsu. Um, I tried to earn his <laughs> trust because he owned a jujitsu gym, and I got cut. Um, so let's fa- flash forward, though. Senior year of high school, I win a YMCA championship. <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have a winner's mentality. Um, college rec basketball lot of playoff exp, uh, experience as well. So, uh, yeah, I've got quite the resume. No, I'm sold. No, so now let's talk about my coaching. So, here's the problem. Those series against LeBron without KD, I'm in trouble. Um, <laughs> the 3-1... The <three laughs> one,
0: one... one of the best teams of all time is not enough. 73-9. <laughs> and nine. If, if
1: Steve Kerr blows a 3-1 lead, I don't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, Steph, you've got to keep shooting, man. I don't know what to say. That's <laughs> Box box and one box and one. That's what we'd play on LeBron. Um, a lot of inside and out
0: play. What what's your? Every coach has like a mantra, like a a, a phrase that you live by. What is Scott Air's mantra? My mantra is just keep shooting, baby. <laughs> it's the right team to have.
1: It's the right team to have because here's here's the except. Well, actually, do you know who played well in those finals? Draymond Green. So I wouldn't even have to worry about coaching up Draymond because he's always up for a big game. Um, it's just everyone else. Um, that, that would be a bit of an issue. <laughs> so um, they, the 3-1 comeback on OKC, not winning that series with me. I say we win th- three titles.
0: You're winning three.
1: Two with KD and then the one this year. Wow! (laughs) If if, if future head coach of of the Sacramento Kings Mike Brown can win some games, I can win some games. (laughs) He has not
2: won any games.
0: he hasn't coached yet. He won. He he won a couple games as an interim while Steve Kerr had COVID this. Okay. Yeah. 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 He did. So. So
1: I would. I think I could. Lead us to three championships.
0: All right. There you have it. There's your answer. Three rings. Three rings. Um, I feel like that really covers <laughs> that's the finals eno- That's talk. enough NBA finals talk for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I, I think two, that's two big market two teams. Two big
1: market teams. We had some fun with it. Yeah. If you are a viewer of the show, um, we, we thank you. Um, We hope that you can send us more content, either social media on Twitter, Insta. Our TikTok guy would love to – do they take submissions on TikTok?
2: Uh, We do now.
1: (laughs) We (laughs) will take submissions on TikTok, so that's perfect. But let's go from talking NBA finals to something that we all are – Uh, Very excited about something that's been circulating in the news recently, um, and that is the idea um, at the end of the 2024 season, we could see Vegas and Seattle as two possible expansion teams for the NBA. Um, First of all, guys, I want to get your initial thoughts. Um, If they choose Vegas and Seattle, do you think the NBA is getting it right by choosing those two cities?
2: Yeah,
0: Um, go for it.
2: I think they owe Seattle. Um, they robbed them of a team, and they stripped them of a basketball city. Um, Vegas, I think, is inevitable. There's too much money there um, that they have to take advantage of it. Yep. But I, I, I'm okay with those. Um, I would like to see more, but I, I'm just a big, big basketball fan, so it's pretty selfish for me to say it's that. It's
0: exciting too because it moves Memphis and New Orleans to the Eastern Conference. Um, oh. Two young teams that are gonna, you know, just make the East look even stronger. Um, And no, but I I do think those are the two candidates that um, deserve it, you know, Las Vegas. But um, I mean, like you said, they have the money. They deserve it. Um, Yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah,
1: very exciting. But I don't know if you guys know this. I have some connections with um, some higher-ups in the NBA. Really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this also, but I almost was the coach of the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) Oh, i Um, But, but... Um, they actually asked me, Mr. Silver asked me, he said, Scott, um, I know you have that show that you guys do. Um, I would love to hear maybe if you could pick a team, okay. A team name, a city, a color scheme, and maybe a young guy and a vet to lead that team. Mm. What, What would you do? What would you choose? And so it's time now for our expansion team draft. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 so um Andy, Andy producer Andy, oh, do you wanna do you wanna start start us off here and, and let's get this ball rolling?
2: So okay, so my my concept of a team is for the city of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mexico okay. City, Mexico. Writing that down. Um so I would Mexico? want the team to be called Okay, so actually when I was researching this, I found a bunch of teams that were proposed for Mexico City, but the best one I found was a a team called the golden eagles and their color scheme was sick wow yeah let me hear it it's so right now that they have like this really dark red a really bright red uh lime green and then white are those like their four base colors for jerseys and then their court would be a combination of tan like a tan regular court and then um red as well and then like a deeper darker red um so I mostly pick this just because I believe that the city of Mexico has been deprived of basketball for too long, mm-hmm. and we deserve. Um, we have the representation in the league. There's three players that are Mexican, so it's lit. <laughs> <That's>
1: sweet. <laughs> who are they?
2: Uh, I think there's like Devin Booker, um, Jose Alvarez from New Orleans, and then Juan Toscano-Anderson. Anderson, Anderson. Yep. yeah. Um, from Golden State, and he's actually who I want on this team. As like the young star, I think Love he it. has the possibility to really turn his career into something special and being the first one of the, like the first Mexican players in the league to be on the first Mexican team in the league, I think would be um, one of like the more profound things in the NBA. And I think it would it would carry a lot with the city and it would be able to like they would be able to create a fan base pretty quick.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I like mm-hmm. that.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: I like that a lot. Um, it would, would they be a Western or an Eastern Conference team, you think? Do you have, like, a city that you think they'd want to play in?
2: No, yeah, Mexico City.
1: Mexico city. Oh, Mexico City. city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I missed that part. I was just thinking about, like, oh, that would actually be kind of
0: sick. Yeah, that would yeah. be sick. Probably uh, West. 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 Yeah, yeah, they
2: would join yeah. the Western Conference and become, like, uh, in the same division as uh, the Suns and stuff like that. Because well, wow. So the NBA already does play in Mexico City. They just don't have a team there or anything. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: I love that. It's a good one.
1: Trevor, why don't you lead us next?
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, get your sun tan lotion ready.
1: Oh, okay. I'm outside. I've got my
0: shades on. Rumor has it. Honolulu, Hawaii Ooh, is gonna get whoa. an NBA team. Hello. Wow. So, um, Honolulu, the capital of Hawaii. Okay. Biggest city. And how sick would that be? Really
1: sick. Yeah, man. <laughs> imagine imagine the players like, we've got to fly to Honolulu. Well, I have we've got to. a back-to-back in Honolulu. No, here, Are I, you joking? Let me sell
0: you on the city, man. All right. All right Denver already <laughs> does it. You guys play in elevation. You guys have the extreme at home court advantage. For Honolulu, it's, man, they got to get into California. So Eastern Conference teams have to fly to Cali. And then from there, they have to fly five hours and 40 minutes to the sweet sweet city of honolulu hawaii so they have the players coming in all tired that that's a good thing for the city for the team now nba wise i don't know (laughs) i'm selling you on the team no sell
1: me on the team yeah i i don't care about nba wise. For for our
0: mascot okay yeah i'm listening have you guys been to hawaii yes yeah maui what's a delicacy that you have to have when you go to hawaii sitting on the beach spam kona big wave Okay, those are two (laughs) interesting answers. No. My team is the Honolulu Shaved Ice. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Their literal bird is a chicken. They have chickens everywhere. The Honolulu Shaved Ice. Is it a flavored shaved ice? Yes, so it's going to be... Well, yeah, it'll be pineapple and blueberry. And the the, the, the color (laughs) scheme is going to be blue, yellow... And um, black and white, and like neutral colors, that kind of thing. That's wow. the color scheme. The logo will be like a sick looking, like snow cone.
2: <laughs> I gotta say, you weren't selling me at first when you mentioned the snow cones. Yeah. I'm locked I in. want it now. Now yeah. I'm locked I want a in. snow cone.
0: No, so that that's my team. Um, the vet that I want, if I had to choose for the expansion draft, the vet I want to come and just be the leader of my team. I want. We are going to call Vince Carter's agent. Let me, let me, let's see how old he is, by the way. And I want Vince Carter to come and be the vet, come out of retirement at, um, he is 45 years old right now oh, and he probably God. could still dunk a basketball. Wow. He's our vet <laughs> coming he's in. On, he's gonna be on the roster? He's on the roster. And our, our coach too? I want um, Quinn Snyder. If he gets fired from the Jazz, he just looks like a guy. Slick back hair. Tan always. He's always tan. He <laughs> he loves to tan. He would love Honolulu. Honolulu shaved ice. That's weird. Honolulu shaved ice. You're getting the team, Honolulu. You're welcome.
1: I would love to visit Honolulu for a Denver versus shaved ice
0: game. <laughs> would be Awesome. Shaved ice, boy. Don't get a brain freeze. We
1: them island mice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've got a city that might one up both Mexico City and Honolulu. Oh. This, is, this is a city and state with passionate and rabid fans. Hmm. A city that is dying for a professional team. A city that would flock to the arena. I'm introducing the Omaha Nados. Oh, my God. <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska? Omaha, Nebraska. It's a growing city, population of, I hope, close to a million. Oh, no. Um, the Nados. why tornadoes? Well, to save Nebraska, you might or might not know this. I know you guys love um, these kind of facts.
0: Yeah.
1: Over 40 tornadoes a year really? reported in Nebraska.
0: It, it, it is a sick mascot. The tornadoes. The
1: tornadoes. How yeah. cool is that? I imagine, um, Maybe Andy, producer Andy, cut this in um, right now. But like a tornado that's kind of flexing, and <laughs> he's kind of got a muscle up front. That's my idea of the mascot. Like that's kind of cool. No, that is. Cool. Um, that would be cool. c- colors is kind of what you see right before a tornado. So maybe it's a green sky. Maybe it's green, orange sky.
2: Is that what you see before a tornado? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never and been and in a and tornado. Yeah, yeah and
1: and, oh, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is. It's like everything's upside down. You're not quite sure what's going on it's wonderful orange and green orange and green and gray because when you think of tornado you think of gray yeah, yeah. you see the
0: videos yeah. it's the gray i don't know if i love the color scheme no yeah, that. that color scheme is terrible no, it'll, <laughs> orange green it'll and gray. it'll blend it'll blend <laughs> um
1: so that so the natos are in omaha nebraska yeah. um a city like i said lincoln on the th- on husker game days here's a fun fact go big red um 90,000 fans. It becomes the third largest city in the state of Nebraska on Husker game days. All I'm saying is you get an arena of 15,000 to 20,000 fans. It's sellout night after night after night. Fans are hungry. You want to know why? Because you're going to see some local heroes. The vet, Creighton legend, Doug McDermott. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) Head coach. Husker legend, Tyron Lou. Wow. Oh, whoa. And big time investor, Warren Buffett. <laughs> also Omaha native. <laughs> what?
0: That's so good. So you've got Buffett on the sideline, Tyron Lou. Invest by investor, you mean the owner? Yeah, he's our owner. Oh, he's the owner. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Warren Warren Buffett is our owner. I didn't
2: know he was in a basketball like that.
1: He is now because his <laughs> team is in Omaha.
2: Um,
1: so Lou, McDermott. And then if we wanted a vet Mason Plumley or Kyle Corver, another Creighton grad. Wow.
0: Yeah. Doug McDermott is your vet.
1: Oh, Doug is my <laughs> vet. He's also kind of young. Well, he was drafted in 2014, so he's a vet now. Yeah, he's a vet. Eight year vet. vet. So vet Doug McDermott leading the charge. Yeah. Um <laughs> <All right. laughs> not a lot of wins coming up for you guys. Well, but, uh, we're we're tanking for the next big pick. That's so huge. That's, that's, huge. that's that's the Omaha Nados for you right there, right. fellas. Right. So
2: I have a quick question. If this does happen, um, are you guys shooting for Bronny James? We will be shooting for Bronny
1: James. We (laughs) want a lot of trade capital. But anyway, we can... Because here's the thing. LeBron could see this as an opportunity of... (laughs) Awesome. I get to go...
0: Awesome. I get to go to Omaha, Nebraska <laughs> yes. for the twilight years of my career. Yes. And play for the NATOs wearing orange, gray, and green. He gets
1: to play for the NATOs. <laughs> And Bronny gets to be a star as well.
0: This sounds like a dog. team. <laughs> <laughs> Doug.
1: That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, no. You, you've sold me. That's that's good stuff, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. So that's the Omaha Natos. Buckle fellas. up,
0: Omaha. Get ready.
1: So we'll be sending this into the commissioner's office, these three yeah. team ideas. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening right now, please uh, leave a comment. Yeah. You're,
0: sell, us, sell us on your hometown.
1: Sell us. Yeah. It's think of the Batcher. It's your hometowns. You've got to sell us so we can give you a rose. So that's that's kind of the idea. We we want to see your
0: your hometown
1: logo, team name idea, everything like that. Let's get creative with it. That's good.
0: Um, yeah. Thank thanks Scott, again, Scott. Scott may even submit some of his favorites to the commissioner with your connection.
1: Yes. Yeah. I yeah. And with Steve Kerr. Um, that's huge. But perfect. I think it's almost that time to move on to that last segment. But oh yeah oh. What do you hear that? I think it's ad read time. Ooh. Hello, and and I do have something to confess.
0: Yeah.
1: Our first two ad reads um we didn't get paid for that. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. I made those up. What? Really? But but this next ad read we could get paid for. Ooh! Yep, yep. It's uh, it's something that's actually near and dear to our hearts, Trevor. Um, and producer Andy, I'm sure you've 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 been looking for a home in the in the Arizona Glendale area, <laughs> um, and. and as you may or may not know, we're actually saying so long
0: to this house here oh, shortly. We're shooting in a house.
1: Yeah. We, we're not just shooting in a house. We are in Trevor's bedroom right now. Yeah. Um, if we tilted the camera a little to the right, you would see a bedroom. Yep. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, um, we're saying goodbye to a house. But luckily, with the help of Invitation Homes, we were able to find this this great place. Mm. Um so here's, here's kind of that ad read, but do you love having appliances not work? Maybe a leaky sink or sewage coming from every faucet? Then Invitation Homes is for you. They gave us headache after headache <laughs> after headache, <laughs> and boy, we are glad we chose them. With, with slow customer service, this really was a dream come true for the last year. <laughs> Um, With ruined towels and clothes, Uh, we too hope you can choose Inventation Homes. So now Trevor and I have decided to move into a different direction, Um, but thank you again to Inventation Homes.
2: Wow.
0: That's all. Yep. Thank you, Inventation Homes. Yeah. And they're going to pay us in the form of security deposit. Yes, they're going to pay back security We're getting our deposit deposit.
1: back. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You want to talk about a headache? call invitation home. So that's that's kind of our, our, our ad read producer Andy. I know you've kind of helped look into that, but you've also done one other thing for us and that's been helping for this last segment called
2: snail mail. Mm. Ooh, snail mail. Snail mail,
1: uh, producer Andy, do you wanna kinda of give him a rundown of kind of the the idea of this and how we want to end shows?
2: Yeah, so because of the mass influx of uh, viewers that we've been <laughs> getting and all the responses that we've been tagged in and DM'd in, um, this was one of my favorites. Um, this specific viewer came in with his shirt off, ready to go, beer in the hands on the yep. lake, ready to give us a Uh, a question. Yeah. Caden from
0: Illinois. Caden from Illinois, former roommate. Here we go. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Clay Thompson, and Isaiah Thomas. Rank them one through four off of the top of their game. Not their career. Rank them off of the top of their game. I love you small bod... Small ball podcast. Thanks for having me on. Let's go, Caden. We love you. We're, we're good. Okay. Um, that, that's a great question. He's looking good, too. Um, poolside or, or lakeside. Um, interesting. So it's between the primes of um, James Harden. He said Russell, yeah, Russell Westbrook. Russell
1: Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Clay Thompson.
0: Clay. And Isaiah Thomas. I love how he threw Isaiah Thomas there, and at the end, he's like, let's get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Those are are really good primes. And this
1: is just, yeah. And prime doesn't even have to be for like five X or X amount of years. It could, for Isaiah Thomas, it's a
0: year. One year, but it was special. It was special. Who's going first?
1: Um, I always feel like I'm ending it so I can go first. I think away. that's that's healthy in this kind of a relationship of a podcast. Um, number four. Oh, gosh. Um, worst, Clay Thompson.
0: Okay, there we go.
1: Second worst, Isaiah Thomas. Uh-huh. Okay. Second best, Russell Westbrook. Uh-huh. And the best, James Harden. James Harden at his peak. You're disgusting. We, no. No, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, James Harden was... Unbelievable. I know our, you know, we think of how he's been the last two years, maybe two and a half years, but what he was with in Houston is special. Um, I've got James Harden, and I don't think it's really that close. I think Russell Westbrook's right there. He has those MVPs, but I like Harden over Westbrook.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go right off you because I agree. James Harden, out of those four, has had the best prime. He's the top one. Um, I mean, his 30-point game streak was insane. It was 32 games. Um, He had a couple 60-point games, um, or maybe just one. But anyways, it was incredible. So he, he, to me, he's one of the best offensive scorers we've ever seen. If you hate the way he plays... That's a, you know whatever. I it's not the most exciting, but my goodness he put he put points on the board and that's yeah, what he's matters. He's incredible. He's incredible. He's an MVP. He's an MVP. He wasn't almost an MVP. He's an MVP. Um I would say it was a toss up for me between him and Russell Westbrook with the triple double stuff um and just winning an MVP, being that guy. Sure, you can call them stat stuffers, but we're talking about their prime. We're not talking about which player we want to bring us a championship? James Harden's number one for me, for sure.
2: All right, so I guess that leaves me. Um, so for me, it was kind of difficult to pick between um, Isaiah Thomas and Clay Thompson for my number one option because. Whoa! Yeah, game. Whoa. Six, I think Game Six Clay <laughs> could take on any player and just shoot them out lights out. <laughs> um, what about games 1 through 5 Clay? Well, we don't count You're that. You're thinking about yeah. right now. Yeah, I want game 6 Clay for every single game, you know? Yeah. Like that's that's the player I'm getting yeah. and then with Isaiah Thomas, I think it was just it was he was the easy pick for me just when he The easy pick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think James Harden was a uh, was that Great. I think he exploited a lot of the rules that the NBA offered and he took advantage of that, which is fine I mean, I guess it's legit and everything and and I don't discredit him at all. I think he's a great offensive player, but prime between each prime of each player I think Isaiah Thomas showed the best prime and the highest ceiling of all players just because he was able to really dig deep and score 50 plus points in a playoff game and to be able to put the team on his back and to be able to carry them into series after series after series game after game just continuing to dominate and that year in 2017 he averaged 30. He was number 3 in MVP talks and I think that you know I think that has a lot to say and I think if he were to continue that run and not be injured then we would be having a completely different conversation about what prime is is best.
1: I will say the what ifs of Thomas just because he didn't battle all those injuries, his yeah. stint with the calves, and just his downfall, it is pretty sad to see because he was electric for that one year. So I like you choosing Thomas. Um, I don't love it, but I respect <laughs> you choosing Isaiah Thomas. I respect it. Isaiah Thomas <laughs> yeah.
0: is such a fan favorite amongst all NBA fans. I feel like five nine, dude. The yeah. guy's five nine. He's my height. He's yeah. Scott. He is your height and is dominating in the NBA.
1: Yeah, but guess who has more titles? Who? I have a YMCA championship. (laughs) So does he,
0: probably. I doubt it. He's been too
1: busy playing in the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff. But that's great. And then who'd you have at three and four?
2: Okay, so for number three, I have Harden. And then for number four, I have Russell Westbrook. I think that one year where he averaged a triple-double was really cool, but... It didn't push the needle for me as who he is as a player. Mm. Um I think I thought it was a really cool achievement and it's very difficult to accomplish. But in the game of basketball, that just doesn't do anything for me. It's not gonna win you championships and I don't think it's gonna
0: win you series at all. So interesting. Yeah. that, that is some hot stuff yeah. there coming Who would you Andy. put up for, Trev? So I didn't rank the rest of them. Um so I, I had Westbrook at two and then I put um Clay Thompson at three. I love Clay, three and D guy, best one of the best three and D guys the NBA has ever time. seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as a Kings fan, I've seen this guy torch us thirty seven <laughs> points in a quarter. Go to YouTube, <laughs> search Clay Thompson thirty seven points, just to be reminded of his greatness. Um, yeah, it's incredible. And then I, I love Isaiah Thomas. All four of these guys had incredible primes. Isaiah that one year in in Boston, um, just good stuff. But yeah that's my four
1: wow that is and this is why we love the snail mail because we want to preface by saying it's okay if it's a question about anything mm-hmm. um trev we have college degrees i mean yeah we we're can, smart guys that means we can give advice on anything that's and andy's degree. in college and andy's yeah. in college yeah.
0: the ohio state university yeah the ohio state
1: (laughs) yeah let's go buckeyes so that means we can give advice on just about anything so please (laughs) send us questions um it, it whatever it is and and we are more than happy to just be dumb about it but um it's it's that time again fellas um the end of another great episode first producer andy thank you so much for for helping us out on air today oh
2: yeah i love being here
1: Yeah, we love having you here for the short time that you're here. Um, But for producer Andy and Trevor Mikulin, I'm Scott Ayers. We say so long for now, and we will see you next week.
0: Where's Christian?